Okay, hello everybody and welcome to episode 9 of the Making Sense Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody, how you doing? (laughs) Thanks for coming back again Yes, thank you for tuning back in How is everybody? Good, good, good Uh, we're up at over 4,000 listeners now. Woo-hoo! I need to get a like and stop watching. <laughs> um, but now all the, the reposts, the likes on there, thank you yes. all. If I could do something back to kind of say thank you, I would. But guys, thank you for everything. Yeah, seriously, thank you. A lot of people are supporting. A lot of people are loving it. Mm. Loving the support. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, Agreed. perfect. Um, so, what are, we, what are we discussing this week? We are discussing the ever so interesting topic And popular... Of- <laughs> Crypto currency. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it's cri- everywhere. Everywhere. I'm on the tube, standing vexed that I have to go to work, and I look up and cryptocurrency ads, and it is just ridiculous. And I just think, I feel like it's been a matter of weeks or months. It's definitely yeah. exploded in the last yeah. uh, few weeks. Um, I think we nearly missed the disclaimer again. Yeah, no, no, we we we're not even started yet. We're still going. <laughs> right, yeah, cool. we're good. Right, cool. But um, yes, just a massive thank you to everyone that has been tuning in, listening, reposting, commenting, criticizing, um, emailing, <laughs> feedback, everything. Yeah. No, only one. Who? Only, only yeah. one. We won't. We won't. We're not. Gonna, <laughs> you know what they say? We're not going to shine a light on the negativity. <laughs> but no, we we appreciate every all of the feedback <laughs> that we are getting. Um. Reminder. Jay's mouth is open. Hey. Let me close that for you. <laughs> no, I need to know. <laughs> Reminder to everybody to just keep sending us the questions. Um, subscribe. We are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, that iTunes. Correct. Um, yeah. But um, like I said, cryptocurrency, a lot to talk about. So we're going to move on. But before we start, disclaimer. <laughs> so people, please always, always remember we are not registered financial advisors. So the information we pr- provide here. It's just food for thought. And always remember to do your own research or consult a professional. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Crypto currencies. Yes. You're kind of you, you're kind of the crypto You're the man. Yeah, you uh, are I'm you're really the crypto not. man. I'm really not. <laughs> really. It's like, so funny. So everyone I speak to or who knows I'm doing the pod kinda of asks me yeah. about it. That's the first thing I feel like they ask because yeah. you're so knowledgeable in it. I wouldn't say I am. No, you are he's the crypto king. I, I really <laughs> not. King crypto king J. <laughs> That's got a nice wow. ring to it, you yeah. know. I wish I wish I'd have I'd be very rich if I was that. Um no, okay. I know a decent amount, I won't lie. Yeah. But it's so big and so vast, even what I know, if I'm honest, is still scratching the surface. Yeah. You know? Or not even scratching the surface. It's there's still a lot more to learn. Um, uh, one of the people who's been helping me, a guy named Jeff, he has a, a podcast as well. Uh, Blockchain Jeff, his name is. Um, Blockchain Bandits is the name of the podcast. Definitely check that out. They do a lot of technical stuff on blockchain. Um, so to reel it back a little bit before I go too deep in, we need to do, have we done this? We haven't done this. We've done the disclaimer, right? Yeah, we yeah, have. Yeah. And you know what? That disclaimer is so much important for this episode because I think this is such a risky investment, mainly because it's new. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to try not to speak negatively. I'm going to try and be balanced in my outlook on it. Uh, but I think the biggest risk is that it's new. And I think a lot of people could be taken advantage of if they don't understand how everything properly yeah. works. So that's why it's a risk. So yeah. really please do your research on this one. Me and Kalisha are just going to put you on the spot with yeah, questions. Because, boy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I did a quick uh, summary of it on, a, on episode three, I think it was. Yeah. Um, when I listen back to it now, I cringe a little bit. Uh, <laughs> But I still think it hangs true in a broad sense. So I definitely think anyone who kind of, if any of this is a bit technical for you, go back and listen to that. 
Um, you guys might have noticed, but Francis is unwell. Yes, so yes. Unfortunately, he's not here today. Yes, but sorry. Yours truly, Francis yours truly is not Francis in the building. Is not in the building. Um, he's here in spirit. Get he well, is. fam. He is. <laughs> he is. I'll, I'll do my best, Francis impression, if I can. <laughs> you can grade me in when you listen to this, bro. Um, but yeah, so I definitely think you know, listen to that episode to get a broad understanding of what I mean. Um, but yeah, so we have a list of questions that we were gonna fire over at Jeff today, but unfortunately, he couldn't be here either. Uh, but he's coached me through. Um. <laughs> You know, I sent him a list of questions. He sent me back the answers and we kind of spoke through them to get my understanding up. Uh, so, yeah, I'll do my best to to get his answers across You've and give my so opinion. Modest, yeah, right? <laughs> You've been so modest. I'm really not. No, I'm really not. No, but you are because at home, what do we talk about? Like, well, we don't talk. He gets so excited about right. this subject. I don't know why he's trying it today. You know what? I do get so excited about this subject. And it, to be honest, like, I even bought a JavaScript book the other day because <laughs> I'm an accountant, but I want to learn how to code now. Because no, it's, it's, I'll put it this way. I, I said it before. The reason why I'm so excited is we're that generation that we can understand this, right? Think of what the internet was when it first came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think of what it is today. Okay. It is our life today. Yeah. When it first it came out, it was, what is it for? What's it going to do? Yeah. Now you can't do anything without no, it. You, you, Michael Dapper isn't Michael Dapper without the internet. Hey. <laughs> Trump is not Trump without the internet. Yeah. Cardi B isn't Cardi B without the internet. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I may not be, you know, playing these things, but I understand how they have how hey. they come about, right? So when someone's telling you this is the new internet, you kind of have to pay attention. Yeah. <clears throat> and you know, the world of crypto is big, it's complex or whatever. But I think the reason why, and there are risks, and there's still a lot of things to be made certain. This is still very uncertain as to how it's going to get to wherever they say it's going to get to. But I think I believe in it because of the underlying technology being blockchain. When you understand blockchain and how that's going to work, and even at a technical level, I don't, but conceptually, I do. When you understand what that will be able to do, it makes you think, okay, yeah, this this cryptocurrency stuff and Bitcoin or whatever, it's going to be around to stay okay. because the technology is too revolutionary. Oh, wow. Blockchain, Bitcoin, no. Yeah. From the beginning, beginning. please. I, I, <laughs> yeah. So cool. first of all, what are cryptocurrencies? So... <laughs> <laughs> So cryptocurrencies are, are digital currencies and we have digital currencies already, as we've discussed already in episode three. Uh, most of us don't really touch, and even in the last episode, most of us don't touch physical cash anymore. Yeah. You know, we do it on our phones, our Monzos, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So all cryptocurrencies are, say all in, in, in commas, are digital currencies that aren't controlled by banks. They're on a peer-to-peer basis. All right. So they're based on blockchain. And everybody kind of maintains the network, right? So the banks can't control how the money moves around, whatever. We all kind of have to come to a consensus on how things are done. So at a very, very, very high level, it's digital money you have today just being controlled by the people and, and not by banks and, and, and government bodies. So blockchain, very, very simply, say we said all of the money is on the table. Mm-hmm. Blockchain is the table. The cryptocurrency is on blockchain. I would say that, but I think uh, the, the better way I put it across is quite simply, okay, if you think of blockchain as the internet, mm-hmm. all right, think as cryptocurrencies as email mm. and think of Bitcoin as Gmail. So okay. Gmail is a type of email. Email is one of the uses of the internet. Okay. okay. So Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency. Cryptos is just one of the many uses of blockchain. And blockchain is the technology. Okay. So okay. that's how I'd understand it. Yeah. Um, that's the best way to think of these cryptos. And with cryptos, you are going to have many. I think there's around a thousand now. Yes. Um, 
But yeah, that's pretty much what a cryptocurrency is. is. It's just a digital currency that has been formed on a peer-to-peer basis using blockchain uh, and isn't controlled by the banks. It's decentralized. That's the big word you'll hear. Okay. It's decentralized. Centralization means it's controlled by one body yeah, and we all yeah. surround it. Mm-hmm. Decentralized is controlled by, by all of us. Okay. Okay, so what can they, is, is they the correct, what can cryptocurrencies be used for and what is the actual purpose of them? Um, so hmm, there's many uh, kind of uses really. So some uh, can be used as currencies. Okay. And another reason why I'm so excited by it. So, you know, third world countries or countries that don't have established banking systems, mm. you know, if cryptos go the way they say it's going to go, they can all of a sudden get access to business, to wealth and be able to move their money around so much more easily. So right now, as I, as I kind of said in episode three, if I wanted to do business with someone in like Ghana or Zimbabwe or something like that, mm. I have to go for a PayPal or whatever, whatever. And yeah. they, they, they're the middlemen. And yeah. that's to not jump forward, but that's kind of what blockchain does. It gets rid of the middlemen. Mm, okay. Right. And you've got to think of how much money these middlemen make, like mm. at Amazon and Uber, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a Just Eat or whatever. These guys don't do anything. They're just the middlemen. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is, we don't even see what they're charging because it's embedded exactly. in the exactly. cost of something. And they're charging but us a delivery fee. They're going to be charging the, 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 yeah, the vendors yeah. as well, right? Definitely. So they're making money on both ends, but we only see one. Um, but that's kind of what they, this others, um, you know, you'll have actual, some are linked to actual, uh, products. So when I was in here speaking with Dan yesterday, uh, I think there's one called Pundi X. Still don't know. And there's so many. I, le- mm-hmm. I, I hear new names like every day. But they're essentially, I think, building a, uh, a product where you can take your debit card and go and buy a cryptocurrency just by tapping. No so way. right now you have to go through things known as exchanges and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I think they're develop. I still need to look into this. But they're developing a, a software or a product, so I say, where you can just go and tap your card. You go and buy whatever crypto you want. So that makes it a lot easier, right? So they have a cryptocurrency uh, to back that. So if you almost wanted to invest in it, that's how you'd invest. You'd so buy their cryptocurrency. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so there are diff- diff- many different uses of it. But, um, you know, as a, and a currency exchange for good is one of them. But there, there are many others. There's things known as smart contracts. There's just so much to talk about, mm. you know. So on the back of that, who makes up cryptocurrencies? Exactly. Anybody. So if whoever, whoever has the technical know-how. So computer programmers, you know, the stereotype will be a geek in a room somewhere. I don't know. But pretty much anyone who has the technical know-how or knows about blockchain or that can create, you know, it, it may not be one person. So Ethereum is uh, probably the second biggest one. Yeah, I um, that. Yeah, many yeah. people uh, hear about Ethereum. That's actually backed by JP Moore or they invested in it, should I say. And that was created by a then 19-year-old guy called uh, Vitalik Buten, I believe his name is. So Mm-mm. Google that. I'll put it in the show notes. But he's 19. But, you know, if you hear, you know, I go on TechCrunch, you hear this guy speak, you know, you can tell he's probably one of these guys who's just hyper intelligent and knows about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, to answer your question, anybody, anyone who knows how. Okay. Um, Cool. So what was that? So what is the hype about them and why are they doing so well? So, and that's uh, definitely an area of a lot of speculation or or conversation, should I say, at the moment. Um, I think it comes back to what I said a bit ago. The technology behind it, blockchain, is revolutionary, right? And I kind of explained what blockchain was in episode three. Mm. But once again, to not go too deep into it, um, it essentially makes moving around information and data so much more easier and it takes out the need for trust. So I don't need to trust that you're sending me the right information or, or whatever. It's kind of all on network. We can all see it 
at the same time, I don't have to trust that you're not fiddling with the information before you send it to me. I see what you're doing with it when you're doing it. It is encrypted. So cryptography is a big part of blockchain. So I'm going to throw some technical terms up there. I apologize. Um, But cryptography is the way in which you get everybody's privacy. So we can see what's happening, but I won't know it's your money. Okay. I'll see maybe you're a code that represents you. So I know mm. this much Bitcoin is going to code blah, 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 whatever. So I can see where the money's moving and we can, you know, talk about it and do things about it in the community, which is another word you'll hear. Um, we'll make certain decisions to block things or stop things from happening. Yeah. Sorry. We have a guest in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. What was I saying? I, I the hype. Yeah. The, the hype. hype about them. The hype. Yeah. Um, for me, the hype right now is, um, big money's coming essentially. Mm. that's where the hype that's why there's hype so bitcoin's been around for a few years now um but what you're finding is initially the banks kind of spoke out against it you had uh, a guy called jamie diamond uh come out and say that bitcoin was fraud but even in saying that he still said that it could go up to 100k before there was a bubble that burst so many people believe it's a bubble like the dot-com bubble we had Mm. um but many people a lot of people say even if it is a bubble the mere fact that only a small percentage of people in the world actually have cryptos at the moment means that when everybody starts to get involved in the game the money's going to shoot up you know irrespective of if it's a bubble or not there's still a long way to go before it bursts that's what i'm hearing essentially um but the hype about it really is that all these banks are starting to get involved amazon recently registered some urls so they've registered websites uh with either blockchain or bitcoin or whatever in the title so that they could potentially start accepting bitcoins and you got to think if an amazon or a paypal or one of those big companies say we accept paying uh, uh, bitcoin or crypto in general it's going to push up the value because everyone's going to start to use it you know everyone as i say in the likes of africa they'll start using it right one of the things you hear is uh, smartphones and mobile phones have really sharp in popularity in yeah, Africa at the moment. Yeah. More people have smartphones, I believe, if I read it correctly, than they'd have bank accounts. Wow. And many people have, or they move their money around using their phones yeah. in Africa. Mobile uh, phone banking or money transfer is really big in many parts of Africa. So if you can, you know, do that kind of stuff on your phone, it all of a sudden gets them involved in a game, oh, yeah. in a game that they don't have access to at the moment. So that's where the hype is. It's the technology is really revolutionary. The big banks are starting to get involved and invest a lot of money into it. Uh, China are trying to figure out a way into it. Of course. You know? Oh, so that's yeah. what it is. So you've got to think, people with a lot of money who hire really intelligent people are starting to look at it now. Yeah. So it's kind of, okay, it's been around for four or five years now, only really for people in the know and technical geeks yeah. or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Now the banks who were fighting it for so long and had such bad things to say about it are planning to invest. Yeah. You know, that says a lot. It says a lot, you know, and one of the things in the conversation we had yesterday, which really stuck with me, the generation previous to us, and we mentioned this in last week's episode, their way of building wealth was buying houses. Mm -hmm. It's not as easy for us to do that. It's nowhere near. You know, even (laughs) if you're lucky to get on the property ladder, you can't buy several houses like you could have done many years ago and say, yeah, I'm going to buy the whole street, which some Some people in my community, you know, definitely in the Asian community, they buy several houses on the same street. It's hard to do that in our generation. So our thing is going to be cryptos. Yeah. Because you could potentially put a hundred pounds into something. And if you pick the right one, it could be worth 10 grand in a couple of years. You and know? Do you think it's that in that couple of years that people will start using it to actually purchase goods and services? I think so. Potentially. I <sighs> Potentially. And I think the risk around it is you picking the wrong crypto uh, or picking one that, because I say anyone can do this, right? And there have been examples. Uh, I'll put names in show notes of where, 
you know, people have spun up these cryptocurrency companies really quickly, not thought about security or whatnot, uh, have got hacked and people have lost money. Um, or they've actually just been fraudulent or they can't deliver what they said they're going to deliver. So you run that risk like you do with any investment that you could pick the wrong one. Um, but in, in, in the U, put it this way, in countries like this, the UK, US, I don't think we'd be the f- early adopters of using it as a currency. Mm. I do think it's going to be in countries that don't have, you know, the kind of access to liquid money that we do. So I say parts of maybe South America, Africa, those kind of places, they will probably be more likely because they need to, because yeah. they haven't got what we have yeah. now, yeah. you know? So I think eventually when it's, when it gets so big that it's unstoppable, maybe. Um, but, I think it'll be a while before we start doing it here because yeah. we have an alternative already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a working system already. In countries where they don't, yes. Mm-hmm. and Or definitely sooner. Okay. And you spoke about um, investing in the right one. What are the different types of cryptocurrency? Different types. So so there's so many. As I said, there's like, I think 700 to 1,000. And it's only going to grow, right? It's crazy. <coughs> The ones I'm in, in, invested in are obviously Bitcoin, uh, one called Litecoin, which is similar to Bitcoin. Uh, I think I mentioned this before. It's kind of going to be like, you know, relationship gold and silver have. Uh, yeah. Litecoin and Bitcoin will have the similar relationship or that's essentially what the creator of Litecoin wants to do or that's his aim. Uh, Ethereum, the one created by that guy called Vitalik, uh, is another big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another one. Well, let me go here. Uh, one called IOTA, which I've been reading into recently, is quite interesting. Uh, Jeff mentioned that one particularly. Uh, Monero and Dash, those are two I don't know much about. Um, there's another one. There's so many, yeah. you know, but I would say for our listeners, if I'm honest with you, because we're going to probably going to be new to it, I would suggest you stick to Bitcoin, Ethereum and Litecoin simply because they're the most well known. Yeah. And, and that's where most of the bigger institutions are pumping their money at the moment. Yeah. I think as your knowledge increases, you can start to look at the other altcoins. Start and taking those risks. You yeah, can yeah. start taking those risks. So you have Bitcoin is known as the main coin and everything that's not Bitcoin is known as altcoin. Mm. Um, in terms of risk, the altcoins are probably going to be more risky, uh, but that's probably where you're going to have the most chance for a bigger gain. Obviously, that's you know how risk works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so many out there. Uh, and the, the ones I named are just a few. Yeah. Uh, and if you go on things like uh, GDAX or Bitterix, these are kind of exchanges where you can buy these things. You'll see the list of all the all the bitcoins, uh, cryptocurrencies that are out there. And that's not saying that you should limit yourself. And of course, no. if we have listeners that are much more in the know about yeah. cryptocurrency and you are using others, please send us an email and give us some more information on what you're doing mm. as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a real quick one on Ethereum. That's one that's very interesting to me. And there's a, a Chinese almost equivalent known as Neo out there. And they can base what that's going to be a platform. So they're not really, from my understanding, going to be used as currencies for trading goods. What they're going to be is platforms to build decentralized applications. So you can go and build, uh, you know, a new version of iTunes y- using Ethereum. Mm. And how you'd pay for your music would be with their cryptocurrency. Uh. So you wouldn't be able to use it to buy your sofa. Yeah. But you could use it on that application. Yeah. So the crypto version of iTunes or whatever, oh, that's yeah. on Ethereum. Yeah. That's how you would. So you'd exchange your Bitcoins for Ether or whatever yeah. and go buy your music. Yeah. Yeah. So And that's another thing. Some of these cryptocurrencies are only going to be used for one thing. Not all of them are going to be able to use as currencies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So cool. how do you spot fraudulent activities? Yeah. <sighs> Please. Um, so dep- I think it depends on your level of knowledge. 
Uh, I think, you know, the easiest thing for me to say is research. We say it all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, I think obviously the really technical guys will be able to look on the network and, you know, cause you, I, I read about something recently where there's one of the cryptocurrencies where money's being kind of stolen, essentially. Everyone can see it, but they can't do nothing about it. And that's what I'm saying. You need to kind of, once you go into the deeper ones, you need to know a little bit more. But why can't you do anything about it? And see, this, you know what I said to you guys? I don't know that much. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's all based on really complex computer programming, right? Yeah. And as I say, the cryptography, where it's, we can't, and that's one of the kind of criticisms of blockchain and cryptos in general, that it's so private and it's hard to track who's, we can see what's happening, but we can't see who per se. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So one of the big things they say, oh, you know, criminals can launder money all day long because just, just no way of knowing who's moving what. Mm. Um, the argument, the counter argument to that is that stuff happens now anyway yeah. with yeah. normal cash. Um, but I just think if I'm honest for your everyday person just getting into this, my, uh, I don't want to say the word advice, but what I would say is stick to the, 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 the well-known ones. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, uh, <coughs> definitely get something known as a paper wallet, which is essentially like a hard drive where you store your cryptocurrencies. So it, it avoids you being hacked. Um, and use, you know, Coinbase is a good exchange to start off with. Okay. It's not the best. The fees are relatively high. So what's Coinbase? Coinbase is the app in which I use to buy my, it's an exchange. So I exchange my fiat or my normal money for cryptocurrencies using their platform. Okay. Right? So it's just a place where you buy cryptocurrencies. Um, as a Coinbase is probably the, the most user friendly. Um, and everybody uses it, but it's not the best. They have somewhat control over your money in terms okay. of, it can be difficult to get your coins out of them unless you've downloaded your private keys, which is another technical term. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it's definitely very good user interface. It definitely will help you get in, get your foot in the door. Cause you know, so now I've used that. I'm looking for more expansive apps where mm. I can do more so I can start buying altcoins. Cause that's another thing. You can only get three coins on Coinbase. You can only get Ethereum, Litecoin and Bitcoin. That's the reason why those are three I have. Um, but that's a good place to start. I think people should start there. Put in amount that you cannot that you can afford to lose. And is yeah. there a minimum amount? I don't think there's a minimum. There's a maximum. I think they only allow you to uh, buy on Coinbase. Is I think it's like three hundred pounds a week maximum. I believe. So if you wanted to put a lump sum in, you'd have to use a different kind of app. Yeah. Um, but there's no minimum from what I've seen. If I'm I honest, know this is a stupid question, but three hundred pound a week. How much? Bitcoin, Bitcoin, would that give you yeah. or get you? Uh, not much. So price of Bitcoin now is probably what, like 6,000? Let me check quickly now. And that's one Bitcoin. That's one Bitcoin. And is it the same across the different cryptocurrencies? One Bitcoin no. is 6,000 pounds. Yeah. Of course. Uh, uh, using Coinbase right now, uh, 5,873 pounds for one, one Bitcoin. And that's Bitcoin. But what about yeah. Ethereum? So Ethereum is 271 pounds okay. right now. And then Litecoin is only 53. So, you know, I have, what is it? I didn't even put my business out there. But I have a very, a fraction <laughs> yeah. of a very small fraction of a Bitcoin, a, a slightly larger fraction of Ethereum, and I have a couple of Litecoins. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's depending on how valuable, and the, that value is going to be based on, and I think that's one of the questions we have, how many people essentially believe in it yeah. and are buying into it. Um, so is it's it like be, buying shares, kind of? It has similarities. It's going to be, you know, supply and demand is going to be one of the things. Okay. Uh, one of the big risks you'll hear, another term you will hear out there is called pump and dump, where uh, early investors or even the guys that create the coin 
uh, will go out there. And this is one of the fears of Bitcoin and any crypto, right? So I start my crypto. Mm. Uh, us three in here start a crypto. I'm yeah. like, cool, we started it. We're going to go out there and tell everyone it's amazing. We're going to mm. tell them it's the best thing in the world. We're going to get influencers to talk about it. We're going to get people on YouTube to talk about it, right? Everyone starts buying into it. That push the, pushes the price yeah. up, yeah. right? They're buying off of us, right? Yeah. So essentially, at one point, then when we have enough, people bought in and the price is high enough, we sell all of us and the price of it just shoots down and yeah. everyone else loses their money. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. how, that's one of the ways people are losing money. There's something called, known as pump and dump, which is a term you get that comes over from, uh, from trading stocks and shares or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one of the risks out there as well. So be careful of that, especially with, I'd say, new or unknown coins. Um, or things that are shooting up in value really quickly. Um, but yeah, I, I think that pretty much answers that, I hope. Yeah, so, okay. So, although everyone can see the movement on blockchain, fraudulent activities can happen. At the moment, it's not easy to stop them from happening, yeah. even though you can spot them. And, and the same, what I would say is not all cryptos are the same. Mm. So, it all depends on the one you're invested in. Yeah. So, some are going to be more secure than others. So, one thing to remember as well, uh, Bitcoin is probably the, the first one that has worked well it's not the first cryptocurrency mm. but it's been like probably the first viable one um now everyone else is thinking in the same way people are going to build upon that idea so they're going to be ones that come out that are quicker to transact uh ones that come out that may be more secure so we're going to get a lot more cryptos based on blockchain uh based on bitcoin that maybe will remedy some of these risks basically. okay um, I think you've you've touched on this, but why do the big banks not like them, or at least why are they putting out a negative view on them? They're scared. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's it's simple as that. It's competition, and you know what? To try and give a balance view, some so I'm sure if Francis was here, he'd say this. It's volatile. It's risky. It's unknown. It's new. Um, cryptos aren't backed by anything. It's a digital currency. Uh, one of the answers to that would be is. Uh, Fiat, or I say normal currencies now are no longer backed by anything. They're only, they're backed by governments. Yeah. So, you know, back in the day, you had, uh, the value of your pound or your currency was based on how much gold was in that actual coin. Yeah. Then we went to a paper currency and it was backed by how much gold was in a bank somewhere. Mm. Now that paper is backed by the government saying it's valued what it is. And that's one of the major problems with existing currencies that the governments and these central bodies can control the value of your money. Yeah. Yeah. If they decide to do something known as quantitative easing, where essentially at a summary level, they just print more money, yeah. right? If there's more money in circulation, the value of it decreases. And then that's where you'll see the value of the pound decrease against every other currency yeah. because they've just pumped more pounds into the system. Yeah. And that's what happened in Zimbabwe. And that's why Zimbabwe don't even use their own currency anymore. Mm. It got to a point where I think they had like a trillion dollar note or something like that, Right. So with, with, with Bitcoin, especially because it's only a limited supply, you can have 21 million. Um, you can't do that essentially. So that's one of the kind of things they're saying as to why countries like Zimbabwe yeah. could really benefit from Bitcoin. Okay. But, um, to come back to your answer, the, I think the reason, the question, sorry, the reason why the big banks are talking so negatively about it is because they're scared it could replace them. Yeah. They lose control. Yeah. And I think they're trying to, and I think they're being really smart here. They're trying to say these things here and there. But if you read between the lines, many of them are investing oh, in cryptos yeah. or trying to build their own blockchain or crypto type applications. So they definitely believe in the technology. I just don't, I think they're trying to bide their time so they can get a part of it. That's yeah. the same, that's my, that's, this is my opinion here. I think banks and government bodies, they want to figure out how they can benefit and monetize cryptos and blockchain in general. Yeah. And I don't think they just want a mass adoption of us going in and doing it peer to peer. 
So I think they are going to highlight the negatives of it, which there are some, even I can admit that, but I don't really think they speak about the positives as as much as they should. Okay. Um, how do you buy and sell crypto? I keep wanting to say Bitcoin because I know it's... And the thing is... How do you buy and sell crypto? You know, that's funny because that happens a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, so you look at, let's say, uh, Google. Yeah. The term is search. But we always say, I'm going to Google that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because of how popular that brand is. And I think that is somewhat happening with Bitcoin. Yeah. Where when you think of crypto, the first thing you think is Bitcoin. Because it's the first one we've heard of so much. But how can you buy them? You can uh, get them on exchanges. Uh, So Coinbase would be one of those. Mm. You exchange your fiat currency. I'm going to say fiat because that's the term I hear. What is it's just a term used for existing money now. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it refers to fix it again tomorrow, like what they say, <laughs> say about fiat cars, possibly, uh, depending on your view on money. Um, but yeah, it's we exchange your, your current money for digital money. Uh, there's something known as mining as well. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Um, no. Give us a quick... So, so essentially, as I say, blockchain or cryptos aren't uh, hosted uh, by a cent- on a central server. They're hosted on all of our computers. So what miners do is they to put their computer on basically and have it help maintain the network by solving some very complex uh, computational puzzles. Okay. And by doing that, it's kind of allowing the network to exist. Yeah. yeah. And what happens is by you the main so with you doing that, obviously you're spending money on electricity, da 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 da, to keep your computer on. Yeah. So at a very simple level, you're just putting your computer on and letting it run the network basically, and you get rewarded in Bitcoin for doing that. Okay. So to compensate you for your use of electricity or whatever, you'll get a crypto, not Bitcoin, just Bitcoin. You'll get a crypto uh, just for having your computer help maintain the system. Yeah. That at a very say, at a summary level, that's what mining is. So as much as it says mining, you're not actually mining anything. You're you're helping maintain and keep the network running, and you're being rewarded in a crypto for that. Now, with Bitcoin, for example, the more Bitcoin that is mined, the harder it gets to mine. Uh, so then you need more computer power. Uh, so it's when, it, when Bitcoin started out, you could use your just normal laptop to do it. Yeah. Now you're at a stage, you need a, you know, a really powerful computer yeah. to do that. And what's also happening with Bitcoin at the moment, um, and <clears throat> you have things known as hard and soft forks. Um, I won't go into that, but that's essentially <laughs> where the people decide they have a disagreement and say, no, we're going this way. We're going that way. But one of the reasons why something like that happened was is right now, you have uh, countries that are investing in mining fields yeah. where they're just getting big buildings full of supercomputers yeah. and saying, you don't have to pay for your electricity or you can have electricity for really cheap and you can go and mine Bitcoin. So you can imagine how much they're mining. Mm-hmm. So it means like little people like me and you, it's too expensive for us to do it. Because oh, yeah, yeah. the amount of Bitcoin we're going to get for leaving our computer on all day long is insignificant because yeah. we can't compete with them. Yeah, yeah. So some of the new cryptos now are trying to come out and remedy that to make it so that you know everybody can benefit from it yeah. and it's you know this thing is just going to be so vast in terms of what it's going to do for everybody uh, but i think to bring it back and make it simple for everybody i think the main way beginners should be thinking about it is get an exchange um and, and just buy as a the basic one so bitcoin ethereum litecoin um you know maybe some of the others i mentioned earlier uh, buy those basic ones, you know, go onto the websites, read their white paper, really invest your time into these things you want to buy into mm. and understand what they're going to be used for. Because I say not every crypto is going to be used in the same way in the future or intended to be used in the same way in the future. Uh, but I think that's where people should start. I think when you're getting into mining and stuff, I think it's a bit further down the road. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> A lot of bad information. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I've seen the term ICO flying around. What <coughs> exactly is an ICO? An ICO, initial coin offering, uh, very similar to an IPO, um, initial... What's the IPO stand for? Public. Initial public offering, I yes. think it is. So um, I create my idea for crypto. I need funding. Right? I need yes. uh, I need an office. I need coders. I need whatever it is. Um, I say, okay, this is my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, if you give me money, give me your normal fiat currencies. Now we've already explained what fiat is. I will give you X amount of my coin. So it's basically you buying stake in the idea. That's what, It's just a way for you to invest in somebody's crypto idea. Um you could then go and, you know, the idea is you invest the early doors. So you go and give them five grand. They give you back five, whatever coin. Yeah. Um, they launch their idea. It's a massive success. And now your five grand of whatever coin is worth 20, 50, 30, 50, whatever. The main difference between an IPO and an ICO, from my understanding so far, is it doesn't always give you ownership in the company. So with an IPO, when you buy shares of an initial, initial public offering, you get ownership in that country, uh, com- uh, company. You don't get that with an ICO, essentially. You literally are just speculating on the value of their coin going up. Basically. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and that's why it's probably more risky. Yeah. Uh, that's why it's seen as a very risky investment because you haven't got any equity in a company that, you know, if they go bust, you're not, you know, able to get any money out or whatever. Yeah. You're not protected in that way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, on, on the flip side, we, we we see these things go from being worth pence to being thousands of pounds. You know, if you look at the look at Bitcoin over like a five year period from when it started to where it is now, and that's what people are speculating on. They're trying to find the next Bitcoin, basically. Yeah. So saying that, should everyday people look at cryptocurrencies for long term investments? Yeah, yeah. I, like for the stage it is at now. I think so. I think so. Um, I de- and that's the thing, right? So it's very volatile, right? And and once again, the conversation we was having yesterday. If you look at crypto, look at Bitcoin, for example. If you look at it over a week, a month, it's going to look extremely volatile. If you look at it over the longer term, it's growing. And that's with very little people actually being in the market, right? Mm. So it still has a long way to go. So yeah, there are going to be ups and downs, pretty big swings as well. Uh, I think one of the things, it's more susceptible to bad press as well. So if somebody in the news comes out and says something bad about crypto, the market seems to react a lot more, uh, how can I say, a lot more... They just get worried or get cautious. Yeah, it, it affects it in a more impactful way. Yeah. It moves a lot in a bigger... They're much bigger swings compared to traditional investments, right? Because it's new, uh, because it's a digital currency, you name it. But the underlying technology is sound and is here to stay. Um, and that's the main thing. I, I, for me personally, I would definitely... My, my strategy is... Um, just because I'm risk averse, I will invest more as I feel that I'm more knowledgeable. So maybe when I know a little bit more about the coding or the cryptography or about ICOs or whatever, whatever, I may invest more. Yeah. But for now, the money I would waste on nonsense, I'm going to put it in cryptos. That's just me. So if I realize, you know what, I, I waste 50 pounds by going to Itsu a month yeah. when I really don't need to. I'm going to put that money in, 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 in cryptos because I was wasting it anyway. Anyway, yeah. I and, guess. I, and I think that would be the only strategy I would put out there. And that's mine. Money you were wasting or spending on something non-valuable anyway, maybe you could put into cryptos. Um, so I think everyday people should be definitely looking into it. I just think they should do it in a very measured way yeah. because they, it is risky and mm-hmm. it is complex and much like normal investing now, you could open yourself up to being defrauded or making mistakes. 
to just make sure you get advice and yeah. try and equip yourself with the knowledge. I think, like you said, I definitely would, would, but only with the amount that I'm able to throw yeah. around. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. And that's not necessarily... You don't... With, where it's so new, you could potentially put a couple hundred pounds in something. Mm. And, you know, I'm saying it to myself, and as I think, it sounds like a bet. And some people consider it to be that, oh, right? Oh, well, yeah. But you could literally put a couple pounds, hundred pounds into something, and it'd be worth... 30 40 grand 100 grand in five ten years time yeah. potentially like do you want to be that person much like our the previous generation with houses that didn't buy the house for 60 yeah. grand and now it's worth half a million mm. do we want to be in that situation telling our that i want to tell my daughter yeah i could have bought that crypto for 500 pounds uh, but i yeah. bought them lubes yeah, yeah. you know yeah. Uh, that's just but that's my opinion guys um, yes disclaimer, you know, disclaimer. Th- that's my opinion <laughs> uh, and that's just how i look at things so i do think everyday people should definitely be looking at it because it could be something that miss, you know misses you how and you regret it i was gonna my next question was gonna be where do you see cryptocurrencies in the next like five to ten years yeah oh, um you personally me personally yeah so i think one of the big like online retailers is going to make a move and say they're going to accept it. Uh, and then everyone else is going to. Mm. I think mm. the minute, that's the thing, right? I think yeah, that's what's going to happen. So like, and Amazon's going to say they take Bitcoin. And then all the people in the world that can't use Amazon now, that now have access to it, are going to start using it. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's going to be, there's going to be a bumpy road. There are going to be hacks. I think people may lose money. There's going to be fraud. That's just human nature, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. You're dealing oh, with people, yeah. so. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't get around. No technology can get around that unless yeah. you believe in AI and robots and stuff. Um, <laughs> I do. I'm joking. Yeah, well, no. Well, the robot I saw doing backflips the other day, that freaked me out. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's, it, there's only one way. It's going to go up. I think the hype, just, if you just go on the hype alone and the small fraction of people that are in it now, I think more people are going to go into it. I think more and more people are going to be using it, for sure. For sure, for yeah. sure. I don't know if it's going to be Bitcoin, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be another cryptocurrency that's going to take over Bitcoin? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. Right now, I don't think Bitcoin will be used as a currency to trade for goods. I think Bitcoin is going to be more of a store of value. So, you you know, it will just be worth a lot of money. Yeah. You know, having it will be uh, kind of valuable. And that's why I, my Bitcoin, I'm just going to hold. Um, I think others... Others are going to do other things. So Ethereum and the use of smart contracts, which is something I'm also interested in. I think that, you know, puts things like accountants and lawyers at risks. So I think more people will be using that. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think it only goes one way. It only goes one way. That is a lot. I feel like I've definitely taken a lot mm. away from this discussion. But one thing I did want to ask is when you spoke about the computers, the supercomputers, is that the main way that cryptos are valued at the moment when you say yeah the the supercomputers so no no cryptos are valued yeah, um, so how, how are they how are they valued yeah um so for me uh, very how i'd look at it is they're valued at how much we're willing to pay for them you know or how we value them you know so you can even look at gold you know why is why is gold worth what it is yeah why because we want it because we want it that's it's we've we we have a perception that it's valuable you know if there were to be an apocalypse tomorrow i'm gonna want food not gold yeah yeah you know i'm gonna need food in my if i had a a room full of gold yes unless someone's willing to give me their food for the gold you know if they're telling me no actually i want your clothes for my gold which is what happened back in the day yeah you know we, we bartered for things um so you know some will say it's you know it's valued by i think the technology behind it uh, what it's going to be able to do, um, 
So, and I, I think it's our perception of what it's going to be able to do and yeah. deliver is what values it because that perception of how valuable it is will dictate how many people are involved in it, how many people are spending their any their literal electricity to mine it, um, which means more of us see it as valuable and because they can do more with it. So it's whatever you think you're going to be able to do with that crypto is what makes it valuable. So I'm actually going to start looking into this. So can you just remind us of maybe like three or four, That's just a reminder of the popular ones. Okay, so as I say, um, uh, in terms of apps where to get your crypto, uh coinbase as i say it's the easiest one i will stress it's not in my opinion i don't think it's the best i'm gonna move on to something else myself relatively soon but i found it very good to start with but you're using that one i'm using that now uh, um but I, you know i'm not going to just say i'm using it and paying out to be perfect oh no, I mean? no no but it's a very good place to start very easy to start um there are others um which i'll put in the show notes i say gdax which is created by coinbase but it's just a little bit more complex and you can get more coins uh so that's a place where to get them in terms of which coins to start with, yeah. I would definitely start with, you know, uh, with definitely Bitcoin, you know, um, Ethereum. I remember people, this is his opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. This, so, yeah. yeah. These are just ones. And I, this is because you're working with Yeah. Them. These okay. are the ones. Okay. These are the ones I invested in, you know, yeah. so Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin. Um, I say Monero is one I've heard of. Das. There's, there's so many, but those are the kind of ones. Those are the names of the ones I've been seeing for about the tube. So it seems like at the moment yeah. they are the most popular yeah dash is another one but i don't know much about dash um but at the moment yeah bitcoin ethereum litecoin are the main three uh i'd say f- to start off with almost yeah. even even if you're not invested but to start off your research as to what cryptos are maybe you look into those three first uh, and then start looking into more and more before you decide how you invest uh but yeah and obviously to anyone that's thinking about um moving invest moving forward and investing in some they just need to be mindful of the risks associated uh, it's, with it. It's very risky and very, very, very volatile. You know, I say if Francis was here right now, he'd be probably, you know, kicking me in the neck right now mm. because, I, because I'm advocating and I'm not really trying to advocate it. I am advocating you look into it, though. Um, mm. I'm advocating you learn about it. I'm not saying you definitely should put your money in Bitcoin. You might look into it and think I'm completely wrong. Some of my friends do. And, you know, some some of what they say, okay, it registers with me. But as I say, I believe in it, the technology. Yeah. Uh, so I'm definitely going to get in and I don't I don't want to miss our, our version of the house in boom, yeah. you know, boom or whatever. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's something we should all be looking into. If nothing else. And as I, I didn't, you know, as much as we're about personal finance, uh, from a techie standpoint, Crypto is just one use of blockchain. So just think about that. As much as we spoke about cryptos, blockchain is such a bigger subject and will definitely revolutionize many things. Jobs are going to go missing, all that kind of stuff. Mm. So definitely look into that because your job might be missing in five years and that's going to affect your personal finance. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. Wow, that was hey, nice. Right. No, but right. it's the truth. My head is full. My head is full right now, but it's good because, like I said, I've been seeing this all over the place. No, and, just... and it's, you know what, it's it's very big. And sorry, Jeff, I don't think I gave your answers the credit they deserve. I was trying <laughs> to skim through them. Sorry, bro. Um, I, if he was here, I think he'd have explained it a little better than I. Um, but we definitely will try and get him on the show at another point. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there, there's going to be developments to this. Yeah, So exactly. we will definitely be following yeah. up. And maybe we just talk about a specific point yeah, or yeah. something like that. But I hope that has helped. That's definitely answered some of my questions. So I definitely hope that it's been helpful to our listeners definitely and guys if i made any mistakes jeff particularly please <laughs> uh let me know we'll put in the show notes yeah uh, as i say i'm no expert in this i've only been looking into it for like what a couple of months now um yeah. maybe less yeah. um well yeah as long as we've been doing this show yeah. uh so this is still very new to me and it's so much to take in 
Um, but yeah. Okay. Um, thank you for Jeff. Thank you to Jeff and thank you to yes. Jerome for sharing all of that with us. Um, thank you for tuning into episode nine, which has been cryptocurrencies. Um, continue to leave us feedback. Please follow us on our social media. So Twitter, Making Sense PC, Instagram, the underscore making underscore sense underscore podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me, Sam, on Twitter ms underscore s a double m i underscore x x and on instagram s a double m a underscore x x yeah um yeah uh, so thinking j think underscore king underscore j uh instagram and twitter um myself on twitter miss underscore k underscore v a n g and send us emails please on info at making sense podcast dot com got it right Francis well, well done have killed well done. <laughs> Um, yeah, send us and then also if you're, um, contact us on social media or putting any posts out, please use the hashtag the Making Sense Podcast or Making Sense Podcast and also hashtag pod in. Yep. And I don't know if you said it previously, but please leave us some, uh, uh, five stars uh, or on, on iTunes and yeah. feedback as well, please. You know, we definitely want the feedback and the ratings. Yes, please, please rate us. Yeah, as I say, we got up into the 100 of the educational charts a few weeks ago. I haven't checked lately. But guys, yeah, please, it's much thank appreciated. You, thank you, thank yes. you, thank yeah. you. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. And Francis, get well soon. Yes, definitely. Man up, bro. Take care, everybody. All right, bye. 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 Until next week. Bye.